All right, welcome back everyone to Film Buffs. It's been a while. Um, today, it's just me and Alex, and we're going to talk about Avengers Endgame. Now, when I say talk, I mean rave. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while since I've liked to film this much. So right off the top, spoiler alerts, we're going to talk about it. So if you haven't seen the movie yet, don't listen to this episode. Go and see the movie. Uh, you won't regret it. So, Alex, it's been a while. How you been, man? It's been a long time. Good, man. I miss hearing your beautiful Canadian voice. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah. You know, someone told yes. me the other day that my, uh, my R's aren't as hard as they normally should be as a Canadian because I've been in Australia now for four years. I, I'm not that familiar with the Australian accent, so I couldn't say I still hear that Canadian accent. Maybe if I watch more Australian movies. Yeah, I, I don't know. He's yeah. like, oh yeah, your R's aren't as hard. But as in an Australian accent, it's really funny because it becomes, your R's aren't as hard. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, okay, man. Let's do it. Let's talk Endgame. Tell me your thoughts. Man, I loved it. I completely loved it. I wasn't expecting to love it this much. Me I was, after, after Infinity War, I was like, there's no real risk in this movie. Like, I know everybody's going to be saved, and I know that nothing's going to really happen. And they shut me out completely. They showed me that I was wrong. Like, things can happen. Things can go wrong. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Man, I, I really had no expectation on the film. Um, I'd hardly seen the trailer. I didn't pay any attention to the fan theories. I didn't get excited about it. Um, but then, like, three or four days before it came out, my friend told me the theory that actually was what happened in the movie with, like, Tony in the glove. And he said, oh, yeah, like, Tony's going to use the glove and he's going to snap his fingers and that's going to, you know, reverse everything that Thanos did. But then, apparently, if you watch the other films, Tony has been holding his arm and, like, favoring his arm in these other movies. So it's like... uh Tony's snap has rippled backwards through time and affected him throughout all of these movies. And so when I heard that theory, I got so excited because I thought that was one of the coolest things I'd ever heard. And then it ended up being true, man. And I was so excited. This film, this film blew it was me away. Cool. It blew me away. I yeah, had, me too. I, I, yeah. Yeah, it was just, it was so stunning. It was emotional. It was hilarious. Uh, the character arcs were amazing. The storytelling was just complete genius. I, I can't complain about this film. I can't say enough good about it, and I have nothing bad to say about it. I, I'm the same way. Like I, I walked out of the theater. And I'm like, this, this, this. There's no not a perfect movie, but I have nothing to complain about. Yeah. It was pure fun. The storytelling, like you said, was perfect. Mm -hmm. Nothing. There was nothing that threw me out. You know, like when they started talking about time travel. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh man, so many things can go wrong, but they made it work. Yeah. And it was like, for me, after Back to the Future, this is the best time travel movie I've seen. Dude, that line where Ant-Man is like, Back to the Future's bullshit? Yeah. <laughs> that was so great. <laughs> I love how much he's trying to reference the movie. Like, yeah, that's like Back to the Future got it right. It's, it's, not, no, a, it's no. not a time machine. It's a... It's, uh, it's, you know, it's more like a, uh, yeah, it's a time machine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, like, so, okay, so here, I know we didn't do Captain Marvel. We meant to do Captain Marvel, but we didn't get to it. So let's talk about Captain Marvel a little bit. How did you like that one? I hated it. <laughs> yeah, I, I was not a big fan of that movie either. I, I didn't like it one bit i i thought the beginning was good mm -hmm. but i think they miss i don't know anything about captain marvel to be honest but i think they missed every opportunity they had to make a good film like yeah they had the the, the character development of captain marvel was like i never cared about her in the whole movie mm -hmm. no me you neither know? yeah she's not she, she's not a likable person no she's, she's not she doesn't change as a character no this okay so for me this that film really fell flat because her character arc is so flat and so stagnant like she 
has always started out as that sort of really cocky and arrogant, like I'm the best kind of girl, has a little bit of powers, but we don't know where they come from until the end. But then it doesn't explain her development of the powers or like learning to use the powers or anything like that. She doesn't have any character moment where she falls flat on her face and like falls into her deepest, darkest pit, wants to give up and then learns something about herself, has the character moment and then ascends the pit and then rises to become the phoenix, right? Yeah. So, just... interestingly, what I found with uh, with these Marvel films that deal with you know uh, minorities, like with it was the same with Black Panther and um, uh, Captain Marvel, is they they for some reason they really shy away from having them really experience any sort of um, real hardship or real character hardship. Like they kind of come in as perfect characters already, and yeah. they don't have to fall. It's not like Thor, right? Like I always reference Thor when we talk about Marvel because that's the perfect example of the the hero archetype, right? Like he falls, yeah. like he's proud, he's he's arrogant, and he's cast out of heaven. He's cast out, goes to earth, has to be humbled, can't do what he used to do, learns humility, learns to love other people, gives himself, sacrifices himself, and that's what brings him back. Yeah. That's That's the character moment that we need from Thor. We need him to care about other people. And, that and we see the him. same with Tony Stark. And, exactly. And, and you, well, you don't see it with Captain America because he's like the reflection of how a perfect human is supposed to be. <laughs> well, yeah, that's interesting. Because I, I watched Captain America last night and I, I sort of had the same thought. It's like, there's not really a deepest, darkest moment with him. But like you said, he, he already has all of those qualities. But his is more of like, he... His character is true all the time, but his physicality doesn't yeah. match the character. But what's I my favorite Avengers Captain America, honestly, just because I I love how he he has he, he really I don't know, I, I like to I like to see a good guy sometimes. I normally like bad guys. Yeah. But this guy is like really good and I we don't see it that much, but just seeing how he has such a humble beginning. Yeah. And how he's a kid who stands up for himself and really doesn't like bullies like he says on the first one. Yeah. And you see that and it's someone who's really grateful of his powers. And that's a cool thing. And well, it's and that, someone that's, who... That's what's interesting about him is that it's his character that allows him to wield the power. Yeah. Right? So with Captain America, we have a like a fully formed human heart, but without the yeah. ability. So I exactly. think it, it's almost like a reversal of Thor. Yeah, where and you Thor have the has villain. all the ability, but no character. Exactly, and and you have Captain America's villains, the Red, the Red Skull, mm -hmm. who is his complete opposite. Yes, he was he he has the same serum on his veins and everything, but he is like he has a thirst for power that nothing is gonna stop. Yeah, that because until he rules the world. Exactly, and and the serum and that is what it amplifies character, which yeah. they talk about, right? It not only gives you the superhuman strength, but it amplifies whatever is already in your heart, which is a very good statement, right? Because that's true of of anybody with power. We see it all the time in in Hollywood with politicians, with anybody who has you know a high degree of influence and power. It's like whatever their character was before that is what it's going to determine as they go into it, right? As they continue to advance. So yeah. that's a really interesting statement. Um, but now let's get back to Captain Marvel a little bit. We didn't see yeah. any of this at all. No. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Like, I thought, to be honest, I thought it was more of a Nick Fury movie than a Captain Marvel film. Like, hmm. you see Nick Fury and you're like, this guy's cool. We're seeing, we're, you're getting a chance to see him as a, as a young police officer. Yeah. But then you put Captain Marvel next to him and, and what what is she? She's nothing. You don't care. But she's everything. She's just like though. this condescending. Yeah. yeah, but she's so condescending every time she's on the screen. Like you, you, yeah. you look at her and like she... She's not, it's not like Tony Stark who is, is a, a funny, a funny asshole. She's just not cool. Yeah, like she, she comes in as this perfect, and she's, what's weird is that she's perfect in her arrogance, which is yeah. not okay. I think that she really needed a moment to be humbled somewhere along the way, and it never, ever happened. 
And this is what I think is the problem right now is that they're afraid to do that with these female characters. And the problem is that you're giving me a superhero. So a superhero needs the hero's journey to be a complete film, to be a complete yeah. character. You have to do that. And if you deny them the, the chance for their character to change, you deny the ability to have a real meaningful film. Yeah, and, and the only thing that advance, advances the story, and for what I saw in the movie, is that she doesn't remember who she is. Yeah. But they don't. Hang on a sec, man. They, Somebody they, just knocked on my door. Don't worry. Hang on. Don't worry. All right. So, what did we last it's talk fine. about? Um, oh, that that the only motivation to make the story move forward is that she doesn't remember who she is. But it doesn't yeah. really seem that like. But when who you she see, is before is the same as who she is now. Yeah, it, it's just that she doesn't remember. That's it. Yeah, and, and even like. And, the the friendship like when she realizes that her and that the the other woman used to be really good friends and then you she decides to leave and then the girl comes out and they have that weird moment on the lawn where she speaks to her like we used to be best friends and she gives her that whole impassioned plea yeah i was watching that and i'm like man this falls short because she doesn't remember who you are yeah you haven't had like a, a a new coming together over anything meaningful than just a conversation and you still forget um and then the only change is that she realizes that this thing on her neck which you see at the beginning of the film but there's no real explanation for it or talk about it at any other point in the film she flicks it off and that's what is able that's what has been inhibiting her from having all of her powers and then all of a yeah. sudden she flicks that thing off and she's like complete. She's just this all-powerful god all of a sudden. Yeah, and she didn't do anything to acquire those powers. No. No, and that's... Like, just like, here you go. Yeah. You're all-powerful now. Yeah, and I thought that that was a terrible... That was a big mistake. There really needed to be a catalyst for that, a real character moment where she discovers and learns something about herself that enables that to fall off. Like, she shouldn't be able to pull it off herself, just like Thor can't pick up his hammer by himself again yeah. in his humbled state. He needs to do something and learn something for his powers to come back and to be fully realized. Yeah, And it's that just like didn't happen. Every hero movie, even Hercules from Disney, has that moment. Like, you want your powers back? You have yeah. to do something heroic. You have to do something meaningful. And this doesn't have it. And it, it was really disappointing when, when I saw that. I'm like, this is, like, she's to, she was supposed to be the hero in Infinity War and Endgame, right? Yeah. Like, that, they, they were trying to set up that character. I'm like, if this is going to be the one that saves the day on Endgame, I, I'm not happy. Yeah, man. Because that was, she's, not, she, she's not important. That was my biggest concern seeing that movie because when she comes out and she's all of a sudden just like completely all powerful and can do whatever she wants i was really really worried that she was going to be the one to come in save the day and have the most important role so that that yeah. really terrified me that's why i wasn't really that's looking what, forward to to end game right i was like oh no they're gonna they're gonna pander to that feminist yeah. audience for some reason and just you know, go that way, but they didn't. That's, and I'm so, so grateful. I got really happy when, 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 when Thanos kicks her ass. <laughs> oh, man. But then, it, like, I was really when happy. they're fighting and, and he outsmarts her and pulls the power stone off the glove and then wastes her with it, like, that was amazing. Yeah. But, um, yeah. but, okay, so anyway, that film, the only thing I really enjoyed about that film is that they actually use real prosthetic faces and masks on those alien people. Yeah, yeah, it has some. It, it, I mean, it has some good things, but yeah, it, yeah. I don't know. Like overall, oh, and I did like that it was like a movie. Yeah, but it was kind of a period piece, right? Like early '90s, I think, is when it's yeah. set. Yeah, yeah. So I did like that a little bit, and uh, but yeah, yeah. When, when when she lands in blockbuster, it's kind of cool. The music, yeah, the whole setup is it's cool. But beyond that, if only whatever. if you grew up with blockbuster, though, you know, I think most people who didn't grow up with blockbuster don't give a you know, they don't, they don't care. But we did. <laughs> we did, yeah. Okay, yeah, like, so yeah, that was my fear. I, I didn't like Captain Marvel. I didn't enjoy her as a character. And, and the tag at the end of Captain Marvel where she just shows up and she's like, where's Fury? 
I was like, oh, yeah. no, man, oh, no. But, man, they, yeah, they handled it so well to the point where in Endgame, I was actually excited that she was there when she showed up. Like, to have Tony floating through space at the beginning and then um, Nebula puts him in the chair and he's sleeping and then you see, like, the glow on his face. It's like, oh, what's happening? And then it reveals that it's Captain Marvel. I love that. I thought that was really nice. Yeah, yeah, that was really nice. That was really nice. Man, I, talking about Tony at that part, like, how skinny he looks. yeah. That was amazing. Like, that's really good CGI. Yeah, man. They did such a good job. Look at, like, ILM is really doing some crazy, crazy, crazy stuff right now. Did they, are they doing the new Lion King? I think so. I think they're involved. Yeah. I'm not sure if they are the only studio involved, but probably, yeah. yeah, Probably not. I'm going to. But the animation for the Lion King film looks insane. Yeah, but Disney, like the whole Disney thing, it's really changing the game with what can be done. Like how they make uh, Samuel L. Jackson look, Michael Douglas on this yeah. film, like he, I didn't notice anything weird in his face. Yeah. Like it's, it's almost perfect. It's not like um, 10 years ago when we had Benjamin Button, right? And they, they did all the CG on Brad. I yeah. call him Brad because we're on a first name basis. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did all the CG on Brad Pitt's face, and you could see it at times where it's like, oh, it's, it looks good, but man, they really they've stepped it up, man. Yeah, and and they started doing this Disney with Tron Legacy on Jeff Bridges' face. Oh yeah. Yeah, they started with that, and it looked so bad. It was after Benjamin Button, but right now, like. This is this is amazing. It really is. Like, like can... Michael Douglas looked great in that. And what is he like? Eighty? He's definitely up there. I don't know if he's quite eighty, but he's definitely in his seventies, I think. Yeah, he he's old and, yeah. and he looked pretty good. Like yeah. I have to watch it again and and nitpick on some stuff, but I really don't care. Like Hulk looked looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Like you, he even had gray hair. Yeah, so so cool. Yeah, man. Um, so then we see Tony and he comes back and that scene where he and Captain Marvel ha- or Captain America, like he just loses it on Captain America because he wasn't there fighting with him. Like how awesome and powerful was that scene? It's amazing. Like it, it shows that everything that you've been seeing for the past five years since mm-hmm. Civil War, yeah, it had a meaning. It had consequences. It's not like these two people are sitting in, sitting in a room together and be like, you know what? I forgot about it. Like, let's just be friends yeah. and save the world. Like, he's really angry. Yeah. This it was so brilliant about this film. That's good. Is that it ties all the other films in in such a brilliant way. Like, this film makes all the work done in the previous films that much better. Yeah. Because you realize this is a 10-year TV series, essentially. A 10-year TV series arc with all these other characters, all of them with their own origins and their histories and everything. But they had the end game in mind from the beginning. You see the, the, yeah. the, the and genius it was of the writing. This. Yeah, you know, like yeah, the, and I, it, I hadn't seen Captain America since the theaters, I think. Maybe once or twice since then. But I watched it again the other night. And the fact that Captain America ends that movie, you know, he's like, I'm going to have to take a rain check on that dance. And then he goes into the ice. And then at the end of the film, he's like, I had a date. And then they bring that yeah. back. He get, he gets the girl, and he's having the dance with her in the house. It was just so beautiful, man. That was beautiful, and people and some people are complaining about that. And like I that's don't that's know really how cool. Anyone can complain about this film. I was it was in the coffee shop the other day with some friends, and this guy comes up, and you know he, he's a cool guy. We we chat, but he started trying to like complain about the time travel aspect of this film. He's like, okay, you know, if I'm just gonna like you really have something to complain about. I'm like, dude, if you're complaining about this film, you're just purely ungrateful. This film was amazing. Yeah. So yeah, and I just, I wouldn't listen to it. About it. I'm like, you can't, if you're going to no. do that, you're just, you know, I know we nitpick on the, on this show a lot and that's kind of part of it, but like with a film of this quality and what they pulled off, like I think to, to nitpick over but things he, like time travel and those little details, like that's just being ungrateful, honestly. <laughs> It, it makes no sense. Like, why would you nitpick on something that was pure fun? 
And that was a, an amazing experience. Like everything, yeah. like we've seen these movies. We've seen 22 films in 10 years. We know them. Yeah. And what you just said, like knowing that they pay attention to, they bring back stuff from the mm -hmm. first two movies they did. Yeah. And that it actually cares. Like even when, in Tony's funeral, when they show the... Tony the Stark has a heart. Tony, yeah. That kind of stuff. The cheeseburgers. The cheeseburgers. Like, man... How, how, how genius is that? Like, you're yeah. bringing little stuff from the first movie, from the first Marvel movie. That's, mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. Time travel. Like, what did you expect? Like, it's a superhero movie. They have a time stone. What would you do? Like, it's, it's like Back to the Future. If you have a DeLorean and you can just go around and travel around time and, and do whatever you want, you would do it. Yeah. But also, like, those, those scenes where they interact with, they show you all the other films, you know, like scenes from the other films. And mm. then you see the, the characters observing themselves in the other films. It was brilliant, man. It was so funny. It was cool. It was really cool seeing young Tony Stark and, and then seeing oh. him right, and right now how he looks. Yeah. It was so cool. Yeah. And like uh, the Steve Rogers bit where he, he's watching himself or he's, he fights himself. Yeah. Like, I yeah. found Loki. They start fighting. He's like, I could do this all day. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so great. And then the whole thing with like Ant-Man. He's like, uh, as far as I'm concerned, Captain, that's America's ass. <laughs> yeah, that was amazing. I don't know how he looks so yeah, up and American looks ass. <laughs> yeah, that is America's ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so awesome. the Lebowski joke. The Lebowski joke with Thor. I loved it. The which one? With Thor? The Lebowski? When, when Tony calls him Big Lebowski. Oh, I missed that. Oh, he's walking down with his bathrobe and, and, and his sunglasses, and Tony's like, why do you look like Big Lebowski? Oh, yeah. No, I totally missed that. Yeah. But I can yeah, totally I see it, it now. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. I've decided I'm going to watch them all again and then go back and watch the movie just for a full oh. appreciation of it. I'm going again tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow at 10 a.m. I want to watch it with an empty theater just for myself. I, it was, it was really a, a great experience. Like I normally, I normally hate when people like yell in the theater or, or clap their hands. I yeah. really hate that. But just when Dr. Strange opens all the portals Man. And I saw a Spider-Man and I heard people like <laughs> almost jumping out of their seats. So this is beautiful. Like they were able to do this with a movie. It's, See, it's incredible. I, I have always been a fan of, um, of reacting and clapping in theaters and cheering. I really, really like that. Like at the beginning of the film, uh, as soon as the previews ended and it started, I tried to get a clap going because I was so pleased. Yeah. Like, and I feel I felt it was appropriate to start the movie with an applause. <laughs> so I started clapping <laughs> and nobody picked it up. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't stop me, man. I cheered. I laughed. I cried. I clapped. Like when freaking Captain America gets Mjolnir. I, oh, I just lost it. I yelled so loud in the theater, man. I was like, <laughs> yes! I clapped. I just, oh, I was freaking out. That was the coolest moment. It man. was amazing. Yeah, and how Thor looks back at him, I knew it. That was oh, yeah. perfect. Because, like, even that, you know, they hint at it in Age of Ultron, where they're all, like, hanging around, flipping the thing. It's kind of like a throw-off. And you see Captain pull it, and it moves. Yeah. So it's like and they you bring what, that like, full. I, I want to bring something up. Like, this is the perfect kind of fan, of fan service. Yeah. This is perfect fan service. Like, you go back to movies like, like The Hobbit, when they bring Legolas, they didn't need to. Yeah. You go to Star Wars, you see Yoda, they didn't need to bring that character back. It's just yeah. like, let's just put him there for the fans. Yeah. They don't think about, like, how you can make it work. Here, every single bit of fan service was pure gold. Yeah, like I'm, I'm never gonna forget that Mjolnir part. It was so beautiful. Oh man, it was so exciting and like, okay, so this is this was my thought when Thor goes home and he sees his mother and then he grabs Mjolnir back and brings it back with him. I was like, oh man, like we're gonna get Thor with Mjolnir and Stormbreaker, and I was so excited about that. But then my next thought was, oh, I think Captain Marvel is gonna get the hammer. 
So that yeah. was what that's what I was expecting, honestly. And I wasn't too pleased about that. But then when it came to Captain, oh, dude, that just was the, it was so amazing. I can't ex- describe the excitement in that yeah, moment. It was it so was insane. It was completely <laughs> unexpected. And it was so cool, man. Yeah, I have the shot in my head. It was so oh. beautiful. Like the, yeah. for, like the three, like Iron, I love that they brought it back down to Iron Man, Thor, and Captain America. The original Avengers, they brought it back to those three guys, and they had them face off with Thanos together. That was so cool. It was great. Yeah. I love what it they did. Great. I love that they kept that, it with the original Avengers, and they didn't bring in those other guys until the end, and they just played little supporting roles here and there. To... That's that's what had to be done, because when Infinity War ends, it's only them. Yeah. It's only them. You had to finish the arc, and... Anyway, like this is it, we started the universe with them. Yeah. The other people, like I know for a fact that Spider-Man is going to be the new Tony Stark in the next Avenger films. I'm sure it's going to oh, go that way. Interesting. Okay. I, I'm sure, like, like in the comic books, like pretty much, like Spider-Man is the smartest kid alive. Yeah. And right now that they have the the rights for the Fantastic Four, I'm sure that in the next Spider-Man movie we're going to have a little hint of the Fantastic Four, maybe Dr. Richards or something. I know they're going to start setting up for the new characters. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. But you had to to pay respect to these guys that have been there since the beginning. Yeah, man. They, like The way that they did it and, and to have Tony be the one with the glove, the gauntlet, and the Infinity Stones was just so beautiful. It was so poetic. And just, yeah. like, he, he was the right hero to die because it... Yeah. It takes you right back to Avengers 1 where he's going to sacrifice himself and he flies up into the portal and he's, that's where he meets Thanos for the first time, right? Yeah. And, he, and he's sacrificing himself. He's willing to die, but then he gets sent back. And then he's been dealing with this trauma for, what, I guess, what is it? Six years now. I think it was 2013. Six when years. Uh, but then for him to, to do it, to finally beat the enemy he's been chasing and dealing with for six years in such a way man like it was just beautiful beautiful right yeah and i i always hated iron man 3 but i go back to that movie now and after after endgame and so many things make sense now he was obsessed with what might happen yeah with thanos yeah and, and you think of all that and it's like they 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 really built his character in a way that this was just what was meant to be yeah he had to to sacrifice himself like even like that moment when when he when he sees uh peter parker's picture in his kitchen yeah how he how he changed from the first movie you see that now that we have a guy who really cares about people and mm-hmm. he has something for this kid like he sees him as his protege or something no and, he sees him as a son you know it's yeah. like he loves him so much it's when he hugs him, I cried. Like yeah. I, I really cried. Like because really, I was never a huge Spider-Man fan till this movie, the Tom Holland movie. Yeah. I loved him so much. I think the kid has a lot of attitude, and and that he's gonna like. I think he's the best Spider-Man ever. Yeah. And I know he can't carry the this Avengers thing in his shoulder without a problem. And I, it's gonna be cool to see it. it new generation of avengers showing up because i don't think tony's ever coming back <laughs> no and i don't think you want him to because because if you do if you bring him back it becomes like what they did with star wars where they brought back all your old heroes that should remain as they are and then they're just gonna they gotta kill them again somehow yeah and i don't want yeah, that I hope to they happen don't. no because this was perfect. Like even with Cap, I don't want to see Captain America ever again. No, it's they f- like to oh. finish his story. Yeah, like the ones that you want to see go on, like like Thor doing the Asgardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for that. Like that's Me great too. to see that that's still coming. Like we're still gonna get Captain Marvel two. We're getting the Black Widow. Um, there's gonna be a few others from this same universe that will continue. They're making um, a Hawkeye show. Um, they're making a show like of, a uh, Hawkeye origin or what? 
I don't know if it's an origin show, but they're going to make a, a show for the Disney Plus thing. Oh, a TV they show. Also, yeah, a TV show. And yeah. they're also going to make a Winter Soldier TV show for that Disney Plus thing. Okay. Like, it's going to still a Loki TV show, too, which I think is going to follow up that, that storyline when he grabs the Tesseract. I think it's going to be like an alternate timeline or something. Mm. It's going to yeah. be cool. It's going to be cool. Yeah, man. Like I, I was expecting to go into this film and finish it and have a like a sense of resolution with this franchise, and I thought I would be, you know, okay, good. Like we're done. It's been a long journey, but man, after this, I was so excited for more. You know, if they keep writing this way, I'm so in. Me too. I hope Kevin Feige never goes away. Like, well, he, let's he, hope he doesn't go George Lucas or... Uh, <laughs> I hope not. I, I really hope not. I don't, don't even say it. No, but, no, uh, no. I mean, no. But, it, but it, unfortunately, it is the fear of all uh, successful filmmakers, right? Yeah, but at least he's only on the producing side right now. He hasn't yeah. directed anything, so let's hope it stays this way because he's really good. Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. Um, Okay, so another one of my, my very favorite moments was when they go to find Thor again. And you see uh, Valkyrie's talking to them and he's like, oh yeah, you know, he only comes out for supplies. We see him once a month. He shows yeah. all his beer kegs and everything. And then they go into the house and the house is a mess. Before we saw him, I turned to my friend. I said, oh, please, fat Thor. Yeah. I, I was just like imagining Thor as just this completely fat drunk. And then it... You reveal him, and he's got this huge beer gut. Man, that was hilarious. Yeah. Yeah, I loved it. I love that scene. And again, I hear, I, I've been hearing a lot of people complain about that. Why? Why? What's to Why? complain about? It's like, Susie is not a fan of superheroes. My wife. I was, I was t telling her about that, that part. She didn't go watch it with me. And she said, that's cool, because it shows that even when he's a god, he has a human side. Yeah. Because he's sad. And he's trying to, like, like it, it's so cool that, that the Russo brothers were like, we need to make this character feel more human. Yeah. Because he has a right to be sad. Well, what was so brilliant about this film is they, for a three-hour film, and for all the action that they did bring into it, man, they took their time setting up that first act and, like, dealing with all of the characters, you know? Like, they go and they find Thanos and Thor chops his head off which i totally wasn't expecting i didn't yeah. think that that was going to come at that point i had always hoped that thor would be the one to kill him yeah. um but then i as i thought about it over the last year i was like no it has to be tony it really does and so that was great but for the last film to end with thanos saying to thor like you should have gone for the head and then he comes up and he freaking decapitates him with stormbreaker yeah that totally surprised me uh, and then I had no idea where the film was going after that. But um, now I don't know where this thought is going. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. I'm, that's uh, pretty cool. What were we talking about, though, that I got onto this? It doesn't matter. Like, oh, you're oh, yeah, just, Thor. I'm talking about Thor. Yeah, yeah. And, the and setting up the characters in that they, um, they show everyone was so affected by it, by the fact yeah. that they lost, and, they, and they're trying to move on, and the world is trying to move on, but they can't. They feel the sense of failure and it affects everybody so deeply, you know, like even uh, Black Widow and that scene with her and Captain America where he comes back and she's in the yeah. office alone. How great is she? Scarlet, Scarlet Joe's performance in that was amazing. You really yeah. felt for her. Yeah. And then. Yeah, you do. And, and it shows that she's a great actress. Yeah, like she's, totally. She's a, like she showed that like I think that. Uh, a lot of people were like, "They it's just a sexualized character." No, she's a great actress. She really knows oh, yeah. how to to show emotion, and mm -hmm. that they gave her that those those scenes where she's really struggling and and suffering. They were pretty cool. Yeah, man, it was so good. It was so great to see all that, and so to give Thor the same thing, you know, who has been that you know very bombastic, prideful. Like, I'm well. You know what? Even in Avengers: uh, Infinity War. He has that amazing scene on the ship where he talks about Thanos killing his brother and, and you see Thor cry. Yeah. And that was awesome, man. Like, yeah. So then to, to put him into this state of grief where he literally has basically post-traumatic stress disorder. Yeah. 
and he's 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 a mess and he can't deal with it and he's he's basically become a coward essentially yeah like yeah man, he's just afraid of was, everything yeah he becomes a scared little boy yeah and so it's a great reversal it's a great place to start the god of thunder again and then to have him through this fight like and through the interactions with captain and all these guys regain a part of himself and then to basically graduate from that position on earth here and to go on to become the Asgardians of the galaxy. Like that was just, it was awesome, man. It's such great storytelling. Um, like the movie that I'm more excited for now is guardians of the galaxy three. The fact that Thor is going to be in it really excites me. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and that James Gunn is back also. I'm so happy for that. Who? who? James Gunn? James, James Gunn is back. Yeah. Disney rehired. Yeah. They rehired the guy after all the, Chaos that happened, they hired him again. What happened? I'm not aware of that one. Oh, you need to, to know more about film gossip. <laughs> oh, man. I, <laughs> tell me. Tell me the gossip. Okay. So James Gunn made some really bad tweets like 10 years ago. Like racist oh, stuff. Yeah, and like a lot of the things that... Yeah. yeah. He, he... I mean, it was 10 years ago. Yeah. And when the world had Disney, a sense of humor. Like those things... Yeah, yeah, things things came back to him. Yeah. I don't know why people started making memes about those tweets. And Disney just went crazy and fired the guy. And they said they were not willing to work with a guy who thought things like that were funny. I um, was just thinking that, man, that happened 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago. You knew... You knew who he was when you hired him because Disney obviously does background checks. Like, yeah. I don't think Disney's probably the company that checks everything, like every single thing you've done through your entire life. Oh, so man. I was kind of surprised Disney's that they a fired scary him. Company. <laughs> yeah, they are. Yeah. And, and they fired him. They're and ruthless. what happened, like, this guy, the guy who plays Drax, said that if, he, if they didn't bring back James Gunn, he wouldn't play the character anymore. He was acting like, man, he really stood up for his friend. The yeah. other guys did too. His brother was like, you know what? If, if, if he's out, I'm out. Everybody was just like saying that wow. they were going to leave. Uh, Chris Pratt said that if they didn't shoot the, the script that James wrote, he was also going to be out. Like it was a complete mess man and then dc but I, i'm really glad to hear that that's great that people are standing up for each other like that especially with yeah, all the and, insanity and, that's gone on in hollywood but, and, and the me too movement exactly and but and, and everything in the past t- five years like it's good to hear yeah and and don't judge a guy because of a tweet like if he has shown that that he's a good guy and people really love him yeah he's not a bad person like he knew that he made a mistake and i heard somewhere that he even apologized for that like eight years ago well apologies don't mean anything no remember the the whole uh kevin hart thing in the oscars yeah that guy just he apologized he apologized he apologized it was just never enough so he just said you know what i'm done apologizing i'm done (laughs) and he didn't yeah and he didn't do it so i was like good on him yeah, what, what happened here that I think that's what really hit Marvel was that DC hired him to do Suicide Squad 2. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and he's going to do that. Like, they rehired him, and he's still going to do Suicide Squad. Like, he's going to do a full reboot. He's going to direct it, write it, write it, and everything. And he's the first director to ever work with Marvel and DC at the same time. That's well, kind of no. cool. No, because they had, um, what's his name? Joss Whedon finish justice league yeah but but they give the credit to sex Snyder. no it, it had a double credit yeah but i think like i yeah, think for the whole thing is the first them. time that has ever happened yeah, yeah. well that's cool I'm, I'm glad to hear that i'm glad to hear that there's some some sanity yeah like he, they had the to bring him back like he did yeah. such a great job like he the guardian the first guardians i loved it so much it's so much so much fun so many laughs yeah, you know, I haven't seen... I only saw Guardians 1 once. I haven't seen the second one. There's a few... There, I think there's about five Marvel films that I still need to watch. I haven't seen Guardians 2. I haven't which, seen Homecoming. I haven't seen Ant-Man and the Wasp. I started The Incredible Hulk, which I know is technically not part of it, but is still part of the storyline. Yeah. And there's one more that I haven't seen. Doctor Strange. Oh. I think... Homecoming, I love it. Homecoming, Doctor Strange is good. 
those two, you should watch them. No, I mean, Guardians 2, so those three, Guardians Volume 2, Doctor Strange and Homecoming are totally worth it. Those should be your first movies to watch for your Marvel marathon. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it in the order, the chronological oh, okay. order, so, yeah. Oh, man, 22 yeah. movies. Well, I had watched Iron uh, Man okay. 1 and 2 about a month ago, and I hadn't seen them in ages. You know what's funny? You know, John always talks about this when he's on. He always says that Marvel has produced these, like, very fun films that are almost sometimes forgettable. Yeah. You, you know, he's talked about that. Yeah. And uh, when I watched Iron Man 2, I hadn't seen it since the theater, and I had literally, honestly, forgotten all of it. There was one yeah. segment that I remembered, and that was the part on the racetrack where he has the, the suitcase with the suit in it. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but that was it, honestly, and that usually never, ever happens to me. I usually remember most of a movie that I've seen. I had no idea who yeah. the characters were. Like, it was like watching it for the first time. Everything was brand new. So that was a really interesting experience. I, I don't like that one. I don't like that one. Yeah, but I'm looking forward to yeah. seeing them all again. Yeah, I, I, I could do that too. We could yeah. watch them all and then talk about the whole thing. I thought that could be a good, a, a fun thing to do. Yeah. Watching 22 films and then talk about them again. Yeah, I would like to do that. It would be, it'd be fun to do a podcast where we just talk about the whole series in general. Man, yeah. so 22 movies. Yeah. It's it's amazing, you know, considering that James Bond has been around for almost 60 years now and they've done 25 films. Yeah. And none of them have the uh are related. Well, except for two of them really, but the the storylines don't run through, but to do 22 films in 10 years. Man, it's just it's it's really it's astounding. It's it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and they're going to keep doing it. I think they're gonna they're gonna keep like blowing our minds for a long time. Hey man, if they if they do what they've done with this last film over and over again, I'm perfectly happy with that because that was such a satisfying experience. Yeah, man, I can't wait to see it again tomorrow. Yeah. Like I want I want to see Captain again. I want to see Cap with me all night. Oh man, that was so good. Yeah, that that third act, like that's oh. that third act is pure geek joy. It's amazing. But like we were saying, like they used everybody the right amount, you know, the yeah. uh, when they when they brought everybody back through the portals, like there was so much joy in that theater, man. Everybody's showing up. Everybody's cheering. And I'm like, oh, man, yeah, like this person, this person, this person. And then I'm like, wait a minute, we still haven't had Captain Marvel yet. But then they brought her in and the way that she entered. I was actually excited with the way that they used her. Yeah. Like, this is great, you know? And then she fights, and you could see her strength and everything like that, but then for Thanos to outsmart her and then just pound her with the Infinity Stone, that was just freaking genius, man. Yeah, They did, they did it so, so well. Yeah. Like, they, they literally brought, back, brought, brought everyone, everyone back. Yeah. Literally, every single person that you've seen in this yeah. movie, which is not, who's not dead, they're there. I heard that one of my friends at work was unhappy with the fact that Pepper Potts shows up in an Iron Man suit. But I was like, you know what? She does that in the third film. Yeah, she she has the Mark Nine suit. I yeah. remember she uses the Mark Nine. So and even that is like perfectly the... justified for her to be there. Yeah, and right now, remember when when Tony's with his daughter, she's wearing the helmet yeah. of the suit that she wears at the end of the movie. Oh, it makes perfect oh, right, because even he says, yeah. "Oh, mom never wears anything I buy her anyway." Yeah, yeah, oh, man, yeah. Like everything, all those little details are there. Like it makes sense. Like he wanted to protect her, and he wanted to make a suit for her. Man, but even even the moment when at the, right before the funeral, where you're seeing the hologram of him talking to his kid. Yeah, he says, "I love you 3,000. Like, how much did that get you? Yeah, it was it was beautiful. Oh. Yeah. It was beautiful, like the whole thing, like even when Pe when he's dying and Pepper is like, "You can rest now." Oh, dude, that was That's, so good. It's just, it's so real. Yeah, you forget that you're watching a superhero film. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I was thinking a lot about this, and I was comparing it, Tony's arc with Batman's in the Nolan trilogy, mm -hmm. 
Nolan Trilogy fails completely in, in showing that Batman is willing to sacrifice for his city. Like when the movie ends, you're like, huh? Yeah, now he's having coffee in Italy. Cool. Yeah, but the, here, th- the third film is a mess. Yeah, but here you're like, everybody always is bragging about how that Nolan trilogy is perfection. Well, this is I've never better. No, but this is better <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like I, I really, if you if you if you talk about Dark Knight Rises as, as the ending of mm-hmm. that of that trilogy, like this is this is way better. This is way better. Well, yeah, because you have the hero who's already been willing to sacrifice relationship for the country, for the world, really, multiple yeah. times. And he almost loses what he really wants, and that's the relationship with Pepper. Yeah. But then he gets it. He gets the second chance, and then he knows that he's probably going to die, and he puts it all on the line again, and he sacrifices his second chance in order to save the world again. So that just makes it even more powerful. Yeah. It's way more powerful. Yeah. It's so you're right. Like it, it is different from Batman's. I mean, I love, the, I love a lot of the Batman uh, Nolan trilogy. Me too. Um, but yeah, it does change things when you kind of see that he's, you know, well, I'm going to give up and I'm going to go live a happy life with this girl who seems to hate me and I don't think I should trust her, but hey. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, is there anything else we should touch on? I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I okay. Don't... So this is one thing that if I were, which I'm not going to, but if I were to nitpick on this film, the relationship between, um, but this is probably just my ignorance anyway, um, when Hawkeye and Black Widow go to get the Soul Stone, yeah. Are you familiar with that relationship? Like, does that ring true for you? Like, I know they, they mentioned it a couple times in the past that Hawkeye saved her from, like, doing something. And I okay, know that so they, they have a relationship before Avengers when we see her yeah, for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay. they're really good friends, and, and she, yeah. Natasha, is really grateful towards him because something he did for her. Yeah, and okay. that's why she she's always like trying to protect him, and and she feels that she owes him so much, and that's why she sacrifices herself. Which is right. I mean, I mean, it was it was it was great. The only thing is that I think that if if you don't if you don't have all the other movies fresh in your head or that conversation yeah. in particular, yeah, you're that really was not that was tough up. for me because it always seemed that her and um, Bruce Banner. Uh, you know, we're kind of, they always had a thing. Um, and then obviously Hawkeye just loves his family so much. So I was like, I don't know if this is the right sacrifice here. But yes, somebody else told me that as well. And so it's good to hear that. And I just need to see the films again. Yeah, I don't but remember. Man, I think even, it's even, that, even that scene, even that scene, like, was so good between the two of them. Yeah. Like, the acting on both their parts was great. Even, like, Dude, how about Hawkeye just becoming like a total asshole after the fact and he's he's in Japan and he's just killing people left, right, and center. Yeah. How cool is that? <laughs> I loved it. I like that the char- some of the characters go dark. Yeah. And they indulge yeah, their rage. He he becomes like a Batman. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what? I'm yeah. gonna start chasing down criminals. Yeah. I like I that a lot. Purify the world. Because it also comes back to, like, Thanos said that he was going to get rid of the bad part of the world or something like that. Just half of it. And yeah. you still have bad people there. Mm-hmm. Things didn't change. Like, you still have bad people committing crimes. So. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah. Oh, man, such a good movie. It was such so good. Such a good movie. Uh, my friend was getting really excited about this. Uh, the fact that you see Thanos in the first film... And he is this, like, you know, sort of transcendent, magnanimous being who is like, I am doing this for the good of the universe, right? It's it's yeah. kind of like his goal in, in the first Avengers, or the, sorry, Infinity War. It's not personal. He has this, that magnanimous goal of, like, I am doing this because the universe needs me to do it. And yeah. he's kind of, you know, as weird as his 
you know his thoughts are how incorrect that that they are he still has that that presence about him as being above pettiness yeah you know he sacrifices his daughter for the soul stone for the sake of completing his mission but then you see him in this one and you get the very personal very like you get a different character in the same character of thanos right yeah, but it's it's a different thanos i was exactly, thinking about it exactly it's, the, the one you have in the in, in Infinity War, he's more humble, and he's more like that uh, magnanimous yeah. hero, well, magnanimous villain who thinks that I'm giving you a chance to to live. And when he lives this moment of loss with Gomorra, yeah, he feels broken inside. Yeah. But on this movie, he he hasn't gone through that. Exactly. He only so knows for power. You for you to see him like that was so cool. And yeah. to see him, um, where he has a moment with the line, he's like, you know what? I hate your stubborn earth and I'm really going to enjoy this. It's like, man, like yeah. that was so cool. Just the, the differences in the films of the character. It was so great, man. Yeah, it was great. Like, I, I love how you get to see this two Thanos personalities. And yeah. even... When, with Nebula, that you have two Nebulas. That's pretty cool, too. You see that there's yeah. one that hasn't realized that, that what she's doing is wrong. Yeah. But Gamora has been going through this for so long that you know that she's a good person, even when she's just, like, trying to do her father's bid. Yeah, man. I Like, the whole time-traveling thing, too, the, the interactions and, like, how Thanos learns about the stones through Gamora in the future like and then it's being relayed back to the past like that it was amazing yeah i loved it yeah i loved it too like I, man really i can't i can't complain i no, can't complain no, like, I, and i think if you do i think you're just ungrateful for what they gave you in this film because it was amazing yeah yeah you you have to be like i, I don't think like we we've talked about this before not because you 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 love a franchise it makes it gives you the right to either destroy it or to praise it don't see any flaws but this movie is is just like what fans wanted what people wanted what the creators wanted like it's just so good like you see so much love in it yeah they they thought about everyone yeah they really did it's like I'm I'm happy that it broke today. It broke the it broke a record. Like it made internationally 1.2 billion dollars already. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. cool. I was sitting in that theater. I'm like, man, this is easily gonna make two billion dollars. Yeah. In its theatrical run, like. Yeah, I don't it's... think it's gonna beat Avatar. But... You don't think so? No, no. I was thinking about it a lot. I, was, I mean, it's I been out like... for a week and it's already one point two. But but internationally, what happened? The two point seven billion dollars that Avatar made yeah. were nationally. I think. I think that oh, was domestically? in the state. Yeah, I think was I think was domestically. I think mm. I'm not sure. I don't know. I'd be interested to watch the numbers, but I think this one will probably be the all-time box office setter. You think? Oh man, if it is, I, I'll be more than happy. Well, it's, it's deserved it, you know. They they spent they did so much work to get to this point, and then they brought it all together in such a beautiful way. They deserve it, man. My friend Tom said that Robert Downey Jr. deserves an Oscar, and so does the film. I think this movie, man. I I was not okay when when Black Panther was nominated for best film. Me neither. Nope. This this yep. is a this is worth this needs a nomination at least. Yep. I know it's not gonna make it's gonna it's not gonna win it. But it needs a nomination. Oh, absolutely. There's no reason for it not to not to be a contender. It's so good. It's it's nearly a perfect film. Yeah. You know, I, I'm I'm scoring this a ten out of ten, you know, so Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, that was yeah, yeah, I'm giving it a, a ten out of ten. I don't wanna see it's perfect because I don't even think the Godfather is perfect. But Well, I mean, what is perfection, right? I am perfection. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, besides you, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you are perfection. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, yeah. it's like this: uh, the idea of perfection is silly in and of itself because yeah. there's, there's nothing that's perfect. No, no, there's, and everything there's is beauty relative. And everything that's flawed, right? So everything is relative, and I'm gonna give it a ten out of ten too. This is this yeah. is the ultimate comic book movie for me. Yeah, I, I can't complain. I won't complain about it. I refuse to be ungrateful to what this film 
has provided. It's just amazing. It is. It makes it sound like the film is a god the way that I just said that. (laughs) (laughs) What this film has provided. (laughs) It is. But like just that theater experience, man, was so fun. Like I remember going to see the, the first Avengers film. And up until that point in time, I hadn't I hadn't had such a thrilling, fun, enjoyable experience in a movie theater. I, I remember really loving the the first Avengers film. So then for this one, like, man, they just they just topped everything that I've ever experienced in a movie. Like Mission Impossible, yeah, uh, that was a great experience in a movie theater. Very fun, very exciting. But this one got you on every turn, with the emotions, yeah. with the writing, with the acting. This was such a great experience, and and the rewatchability factor is so high. Yeah, I'm because you're gonna start catching. Yeah, you're gonna start catching up little things that you didn't see the first time. Yeah, and it makes you want to go back. And that's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, that's when you know that they did something good. Yeah, because it's like okay, so now I'm going to see all the work like as a whole. You can finally step back and see this masterpiece that they've been painting for ten years. You could see the whole thing now. Yeah. And it's like, oh man, like it's just brilliant. Yeah, it it is. It is outstanding what they did. Like even when think think about Star Wars, they mm-hmm. don't have that power. No. no. They don't have it. And I know people a lot of people are going to kill me and even as a fan I can say it like they don't have that power. Like you you're just like, yeah, I'm going to watch Return of the Jedi. You don't have to go back and watch the other films. Because yeah. there's nothing that's gonna really make the story more interesting or, or, or give you a better a better experience. Yeah. With this movie, it is. There's always those little Easter eggs in each movie. Every little things that you don't realize till you watch Endgame. Yeah. Tiny little it, things. It, what's interesting for me is that I came to the Marvel universe through the movies uh, when they started making these films like Iron Man came out. I think it was 2009, right? Eight, 2008. 2008. It came out, okay. it came out right after the dark Knight. Okay. So I had, I had seen that one, but it was just kind of like, okay, whatever. But in 2009, I got really into the green lantern, uh, darkest night series. And I read that all summer. I read a lot of Superman and a lot of Batman. So I was really into the DC world. So I knew those characters very well. Um, which is again why I really hated the casting of Ryan Reynolds as uh, as uh, what's his name, Hal, Hal Jordan. Jordan. Yeah, but anyway, well, that's I think we've talked about that. That's another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> but to come to the movies uh, and and learn about these characters and learn about this universe through the movies, there's so much that I had no idea what was going on. I watched uh, when I watched Captain America the other day. I was like, oh man, like the Tesseract is the main item in this thing. Like this is what the whole film is about. <laughs> Yeah, I had no idea what it was what it was ten years ago when I watched it. So now that I've like learned on the along the way, actually the only character that I did know about was Thor because I had read one Thor comic that I really enjoyed. Um, but yeah, so to experience the Marvel characters and learn them through these movies, and now to go back and watch them, knowing what I know, it just makes it even better. Yeah, it's such it makes an it interesting more experience. And it makes it's, you want to read more things. I know, I know. It, it just like oh, man. I can't say enough good about this movie. This is this is a lesson like for all those big fran- movie franchises out there. The best marketing that you can have is a good film. That's the best marketing. You don't yeah. have to to make Star Wars apples to 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 sell your products. Like just look at this movie. Like so many people got into comic books thanks to this for to these ten years. Yeah. A lot of people didn't give a damn about comic books. And right now they, 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 they love these characters and they're going to buy the merchandise, going to buy the comic books, going to read on Wikipedia or whatever about these guys because they just want to know more and more and more. Yeah. So people need to learn that. Make a good movie, good marketing. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like the Lord of the Rings for me, man. Like I still love that series. Like I told you before the podcast started, like I just yeah. bought the the Middle Earth map, which is a replica of the one from the films. And they're yeah, still awesome. selling merchandise from those films because they make great films that make an impact on people. And they're still making yeah. tons of money off of it. 
Yeah, you have to do something like that because The Lord of the Rings is another perfect example of a great trilogy. Yeah, and I, I think the secret here, again, with the two films is that they shot them back to back, which is what they yeah. did with The Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's such a... When you're going to do sequels, I think that that's got to be the formula that you take because you, you don't ever leave that world. You stay in it and you just live it. And it doesn't change from film to film. You know, there's there's no discontinuity between the films. It's one, like, I guess it becomes basically a five and a half hour film, right? Like yeah. the Lord of the Rings becomes a uh, 12 hour film, essentially. And you see the actors are really into it and all the people yep. are into it because yep. they... The writing is the same, the yeah, directing they, is the same, the consistency is there throughout. Exactly. Exactly. It looks so organic and, and natural. It's not yeah. like all these movies that we get to see. Like, uh, I don't know, the same thing. For Harry Potter was the same. Like Most of them were shot back to back. Right. And you get to see something that, okay, this is, this is good because see, people are, are into it. Yeah, and, and it's like the, the, I think the problem with time going by between the movies is that you you leave so much room for things to happen, like for the culture to change, the zeitgeist of the, the age, if you want to call it, to change, yeah. the politics of the, of the age to change, like the humor. It's the same thing with these TV shows that they're bringing back, you know, like Arrested Development. They did the first three series, three years in a row, and it's great stuff. You know, yeah. it's hilarious. The writing is consistent. You love it. But man, they just, they, you can't get the magic back after you quit. And that's why when people are like, oh, we want like a friend's reunion. No, you really don't want to see that. No. You want to be left wanting more. Yeah. And that's when a thing is good. Yeah, like, exactly. But they did I don't it want, all I don't want to see a Seinfeld reunion. I don't want to see it. No, exactly. You don't. And like, even, you know what? They they kind of did one in Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. Yeah. Do you see yeah, that yeah. With, with Jerry yeah. and George? Yeah. Yeah, and I even, liked even it. Even that, it was, I liked it because but of what was it was. that was a good closure. But, that was a good yeah. closure because it, any of them were happy with the ending of the show. Yeah. And seeing them back together, it was cool. It was, it was cool. cool. It was like, it, but it you could like tell that it had changed, though. Yeah. Yeah. But then and it was just—it like, was a little one-off, little special, and that was nice. But you—you you don't want to do that, like, I—I I don't know, I don't want to, I don't want to see it. I don't want no. you to bring back old TV shows. No, I don't want don't to see Frasier again. I don't want to see Friends again. I don't want to see any of that stuff because the look time what happened has with Entourage. The movie Which is Entourage. Oh, Entourage, yeah, yeah. The movie is really bad. Like, yeah, they—they they tried to do something to redeem the show, and I was like, man, no. <laughs> yeah. The, the movie was forgettable. I love the first six seasons of that show. Season yeah. seven and eight, kind of just whatever. Yeah. They get kind of soap opery. But the first yeah. six seasons of that show are great. It's great. But, like, you really need to have a plan with these things. And yeah. that's why, like, look at well, this. Well, this is the problem with Star Wars, right? Is that yeah. they didn't have a plan. They didn't they have all have three one. of those films mapped out. And that's why the second one is so, like, just disastrous, right? And then yeah. they're trying to basically make up for all of that with this next film. And I don't think they're going to be able to pull it off. I have zero expectation for it. Like, I, don't, the, I, I have to see it just because everyone's going to talk about it, but I don't want to see it. Yeah, I hated but, the last two so much. I, I, I'm the same way because I, I, I want to see it. But at the same time, I mean, I don't care. I don't yeah. care about... I like yeah. Kylo Ren, but I don't like any of the other characters. Yeah. And they, they, really, they really did something that's not proud to be proud of. But Endgame, yeah. that's something to Endgame. be proud of. And that's, that's the, the new standard that I have for films, really. Okay, well, maybe uh, you know, we're at an hour now. Maybe we should wrap it up. Yeah, man, this was fun coming back to this. We need to come back next week. But yeah. there's not going to be a better movie this year. <laughs> Oh man, it's it's so tough now, but I think it'd be great. We should try and get um, we should try and get Jonathan friend Ryan back on, and maybe even Jordan. Get all th all five of us to have a conversation about it. Let's the whole do it. Series. Let's yeah. try that. That'd be an interesting. Let's do it. I'm up totally up for it. It'd be a lot of fun. To go. It'd yeah. be a lot of fun. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna try to watch them whole, the the whole 22 films. It's gonna yeah. take a while, but 
Right now, I, I, I'm ready to watch Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're watching that tonight. Yeah. 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 All right, well, um, I give this a, a perfect 10. Sounds like Alex, you give it a perfect 10. I give it a perfect 10. Like, this is this is yeah. pure perfection. Like, yeah. my my inside nerd is so happy. Man, I, I'm not even, you know, that much of a nerd in, in this universe. But, man, I loved it. I just, yeah. I'm, I'm so, so pleased with it. But that's, that makes it even better because if you're yeah. not a, 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 a super Marvel fanboy and you're so happy with it, yeah, that means it's a good movie. Yeah, man. Like, like they've, they've really, really won me over. I, I, I admit I was kind of getting tired of them, but man, I'm so stoked to rewatch all these films. <laughs> <laughs> and to just... Like I said, if they keep making movies like this, man, I, I'm in. I'm all in. It was so great. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure they're gonna surprise us and really watch uh, Homecoming because yeah. the next Spider-Man movie is gonna be out soon. I think you're really gonna like it. It has a lot yeah. of heart. Yeah, I got to finish Incredible Hulk tonight, which is not a great film, but no, hey, it's not. <laughs> it's, I'm gonna do it just because i'm committed and, and all the everything that happened in that movie is also horrible edward norton tried to rewrite the script then oh he so went many, marlon brando did he yeah yeah <laughs> yeah but like he he tried to direct the movie like man he had oh, everybody hated him like that's why they brought in mark ruffalo because this mm. guy was a pain <laughs> wow that's too bad yeah too i bad like him i like him like that yeah he's a good actor yeah yeah all right all so, right. Well, Alex, we'll see you next Game week. of Thrones. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna cry. This 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 weekend is really tough for me. Like I had to watch yeah. Tony Stark die, oh, and now I don't know who's gonna die right now. Is it the final episode tonight? No, man. But they're fighting no? the Night King. They're fighting okay. the Night King. So I'm I'm losing my mind. <laughs> I, I saw I saw a meme ahead of Tony Stark and John Stark side by side. It's like, and then the villains. Thanos and whoever the, yeah. the Night King is or whatever, it's like... Yeah, the Night King. This yeah. weekend, one of these villains will kill one of your favorite characters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is what it is. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was fun being back. I hope you people yes, it's good like to, be to back. hear. Um, hopefully, we'll be a little back with a little more regularity. Yeah. Um, thank you for listening once again, everybody. Uh, for Film Buffs, I'm Dan. I'm Alex. It was lovely to be here. Lovely to be back. We'll see you soon. Take care.